Well, saints of God, it's so good to see you tonight. I'm just so happy that you joined us again uh, on this on this Monday night service, Lord. On this Monday night. So tonight we are continuing our series in the end of days. Tonight's teaching is entitled Revelation of the Redemptions. And specifically, we're going to talk about four redemptions tonight. And and the Lord willing, and we, I'd like to also talk to you about Daniel's 70 weeks, which ties in with the final redemption of the Jewish people. Amen? So Amos chapter 3 verse 7 says, Surely the Lord God does nothing without revealing His secret to His servants, the prophets. And I'm telling you, God is not a God that's always going to surprise us. He will often, He, he will not do anything as the scripture says here in Amos 3, 7, God will do nothing. Can you say that with me? God will do nothing without revealing his secrets to his servants, the prophets. And everyone that has an ear to hear and eyes to see what God is doing, God will speak to you. God will reveal end time events to you. And, and God, is, God is moving. He's moving behind the scenes. You know, the Bible is not supposed to be a, a constant mystery to us. God will reveal the secrets of His Holy Word to us. God will reveal and, and give us a revelation of end-time events. That means that Ezekiel, Haggai, Zechariah, Matthew, Revelation, God will do nothing without revealing His secrets to His servants, the prophets. Amen? So tonight, God is going to reveal secrets to each and every one of you. God, God is speaking. God, has never, God never ceases to speak. And I just invite you to allow the Holy Spirit to be your helper, your comforter, and your teacher tonight, because He is the one that's going to lead us into all truth. Amen? So, again, Amos 3.7, God will do nothing without revealing His secrets to His servants, the prophets. Amen? And that's all of you. So, are you ready for the revelation of the redemptions? If you are, let's get started. I want to read a quote to you from Rabbi Shlomo Ibn Gabiro. He says this, The redemption from the first exile, Egypt, was revealed to Abraham. The second of, Babylon, of Babylonia was disclosed to Jeremiah the prophet. That of the third exile, the, Median, the Persia media exile, was revealed to Daniel. And the end of the present Roman exile is concealed from everyone. The vision becomes obscure, the picture fades. And that, that is what Rabbi Shlomo Ibn Gabirol said. Just, just to reiterate, the first exile, Egypt, was revealed to Abraham years, over 400 years before it took place. The second exile, the Babylonian exile, and with this count, I'm using Egypt as the first exile. In my previous teachings, I used the Babylonian exile as, as the first exile. But according to, according to this rabbi, he, he speaks about the first exile being Egypt, and that was the first exile of the Jewish people. And then the Babylonian exile, the revelation of the exile, was disclosed to, was, was disclosed to the prophet Jeremiah. And Jeremiah is the one that prophesied the 70-year exile of the Jewish people in that exile. The next exile was the exile of the, uh, of the Jews by the Medes and the Persians. And the prophet Daniel, and actually Daniel is not really even called a prophet, but, but he, was, he, was, he was a visionary. This exile the, of these two nations over Israel was revealed to Daniel. 
And in the present exile that we currently live in, the Roman exile was concealed from everyone. It, and, and, that, and that is according to this rabbi. So let's talk about the first exile, the first exile of the Jewish people. The first Jewish exile was revealed to Abraham. And we find this in Genesis chapter 15, verses 12, 13, and 14. And it reads, As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram. And lo, a dread and great darkness fell upon him. Then the Lord said to Abram, Know of a surety that your descendants will be sojourners in a land that is not theirs, and will be slaves there, and they will be oppressed for four hundred years. But I will bring judgment on the nations which they serve, and afterward they shall come out with great possessions. That's taken from G Genesis 15, verses 12 through 14. This was revealed 400 years before the Jews came out of Egypt. See, God, as Amos says, God will do nothing without revealing his secrets to his prophets. And Abraham was one of God's prophets. And God revealed to Abraham the future exile of the Jewish people under the hands of, of Pharaoh king over Egypt. And he also, and the Lord also prophesied to Abraham that the Jews would come out of Egypt with great substance. They would come out with great possessions. And when the Israelites came out of Egypt on the second day of Passover, on the, 14, on the 15th day of Nisan, what had taken place? The Jews came out of Egypt with the wealth of Egypt. They had basically bankrupt Egypt when they came out. And, and when they came to the Red Sea, and the Lord drowned the Egyptian troops in, into the Sea of Reeds, or as we call it, the Red Sea. The gold, the jewels of the Egyptian of the Egyptian soldiers came to the shore, and that and that given the Jews even more riches. And these riches were used by the Jewish people to build the tabernacle in the wilderness. Now let's talk about the next exile. Um, if you follow my teachings from the last few weeks. This is an exile we would call the first exile. And this exile refers to the Babylonian exile. This refers to when King Nebuchadnezzar had taken the Jewish people from the southern kingdoms of Israel because Israel was divided into two kingdoms. There was a northern kingdom that consisted of the ten northern tribes and, and those tribes were taken into Assyrian exile years before this took place. And the Babylonian exile refers to King Nebuchadnezzar taking the southern tribes, which is the southern kingdom consisting of two tribes, the tribes of Judah and Benjamin. And, the, and these two tribes were taken into exile into Babylon. And the scripture says in Jeremiah 29 verse 10, which prophesies its exile, Thus says the Lord, When the seventy years are completed for Babylon, I will visit you. And I will fulfill my promise and bring you back to this place. So Jeremiah prophesied this 70-year exile. So this is in reference to the Babylon exile. The next exile is the exile known as the exile of, of Media and Persia. These are two nations combined as one that ruled over Israel. And the redemption from the Persian and Median, Media exiles were revealed to the to Daniel. 
And if you turn, turn with me to the book of Daniel, chapter 11, verses 1 through 4, it reads, And as for me in the first year of Darius the Mede, I stood up to confirm and strengthen him. And now I will show you the truth. Behold, three more kings shall arise in Persia, and a fourth shall be far richer than all of them. And when he has become strong through his riches, he shall stir up all against the kingdom of Greece. Then a mighty king shall arise, who shall rule with a great dominion and do according to his will. And when he has arisen, his kingdom shall be broken and divided toward the four winds of heaven, but not to his posterity, nor according to the dominion with which he ruled. For his kingdom shall be plucked up and go to others besides these. And these exiles were revealed to Daniel. And also to Daniel was revealed the exile of, of, of the Greeks and also the, the exiles coming into the Roman exile. The Jewish people are currently in the finale of exiles. They are in the last exile. And this exile is known as the Roman exile. To whom has the secret of the redemption in this final exile been revealed? I look, you know, I would like to hear your thoughts and what you, what your thoughts are. And if you wouldn't mind, just feel free to make a comment in the chat window here on Facebook Live. So tonight we are gonna we, we are gonna dive into the fourth exile. And to whom has the secret of this final exile been revealed? So I'm so glad you joined me tonight for the end of days, revelation of the redemptions. The redemption from the final exile, the Roman exile, was revealed to Jesus, as we see in Matthew 24. And Jesus revealed it to John on the island of Patmos when he was caught up into heaven. And, that, and we see that throughout the book of Revelation, where Jesus reveals the mystery of this final exile to, to, to John. So if you turn with me to Matthew chapter 24, and this is the sign of the end of the final exile. Matthew 24 verse 14 reads, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. So the end will not come until the gospel is preached to all the nations. It will be a testimony to bring conversion, and it will be a testimony that, 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 that will be a sign of judgment. But the end will not come until the gospel goes out into the four corners of the earth, until the gospel goes out to all the nations, and then the end will come. Matthew 24, verse 14. And then if you also turn with me to Luke chapter 21, verses 20 through 20, 24, it reads, But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies and this battle that were that jesus is, is referring to is the battle of gog and magog it's the battle of armageddon it, it's the it's a reference to the final wars of the jewish people and it reads but when you see jerusalem surrounded by armies then know that its desolation has come near then let those who are in judea flee to the mountain and let those who are inside the city depart. And let not those who are out in the country enter it. But these are days of vengeance. 
to fulfill all that is written. Alas, for those who are with child and for those who give suck in those days, for great distress shall be upon the earth and wrath upon this people. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be led captive among the nations, among all nations. And Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Again, that's from Luke 21, verses 20 through 24. So the period, the period that in history that we are in right now is the time that Jesus calls the times of the Gentiles. We have been in the times of the Gentiles since Christ's resurrection. For 2,000 years, we have been in this period of time. And this period of time, known as the period of the time of the Gentiles, will come to an end at the, at the moment the rapture takes place. And we're going to talk about that period of time that we are in right now and the period of time that is soon yet to come. So let's talk about the fullness of the Gentiles for a moment. Jesus, in Luke 21, Jesus calls it the times of the Gentiles. Can you say that with me? The times of the Gentiles. And for those, for those of you that are not familiar with the term Gentile, the term Gentile is a term that's given to the nations of the world. It's a term given to all people that are not Jewish. So that, that is a reference to the Gentiles. And the, this is also called the fullness of the Gentiles. And it's, it, is all, it is a reference to the church. And that within this context, the fullness of the Gentiles is a reference to the Christians. It's a reference to the church. So when the last believer comes in, when the, when, when the, when the church is complete, that is when the rapture will take place. And the interval of the Gentiles will come to an end. That will be the completion of the fullness of the Gentiles. And that will come to an end of, of, of the period of time where the Gentiles have overtrodden the, the Jewish land. And that rapture is a period of time, and we'll talk about the rapture in a future teaching in more detail, but it, the rapture is, is, a, is an instant, a moment in time with the entire body of Christ that's here upon the earth, that's still living on the earth, will, be, will just disappear and will be caught up to meet Christ Jesus in, in, in the sky. And that will be the completion of the time, uh, the completion or the, the fulfillment of the, of the Gentile period. And the church period will come to an end and then we'll enter into a, new, into a new period in time and that will be a period of time known as the tribulation. And the tribulation is broken into, is, 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 into a seven year period and we'll talk about that in more detail in just a moment. Romans 11.25 reads, and this is Paul quoting Paul, the Apostle Paul, Lest you be wise in your own conceits, I want you to understand this mystery. Brethren, a hardening, a hardening has come upon part of Israel. See, it doesn't say upon all of Israel. It says upon part of Israel. Until the full number of the Gentiles come in. You all see that? Until the full number of the Gentiles come in. And in the King James it reads, For I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own conceits. That blindness, in part, is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Do you all see that? 
So we're living in a period of time where we have been in for the last 2,000 years, since, you know, since the resurrection of Christ. This period, we are in the period of, of the fullness of Gentiles. And again, this period of time will end when the rapture takes place. And the fullness of the Gentiles, after the fullness of the revelation of the Gentiles, now then comes the redemption of Israel. And what takes place after the rapture is the Lord will now change, will, will turn his attention towards the Jewish people. And as we see in Romans eleven twenty six, the next verse, Paul says, And so all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And this is speaking about Christ Jesus, the Messiah. So the Messiah will, will now, at this time, after the rapture, will turn his attention upon the Jewish people. And there will be a great repentance that will take place. There will be a great deliverance that will take place. And we'll see a great salvation take place among Israel. See, for 2,000 years, it's like there's been a blindness that's come, on, that's come upon part of the Jews, uh, in part upon Israel. But those blinders will be, remo will be removed all according to God's timetable. And if you turn with me to Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10. See, I can't teach about end times without using scriptures from, throughout the Bible, from the Tanakh, which are the Hebrew scriptures from Genesis through, through Malachi, and also from the New Testament scriptures, including the epistles, including the gospels, as well as Revelation. And if you, if you turn with me to Zechariah 12, 10, it reads, and I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplications. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son. And shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. I want you to look at the words of Zechariah the prophet. I mean, look what he says. In verse 10, he says, And they shall look upon me, whom they have pierced. See, who was pierced for our transgressions? It was Christ Jesus. They're gonna see that they're gonna they're gonna see the wounds that were upon Christ. They're gonna and, and, and there's gonna be a great repentance that's gonna take place. And there's gonna be a great move of salvation upon the Jewish people where they're gonna embrace Christ Jesus as their as the Messiah. Of Israel. See, for the last 2,000 years, it, the focus has been upon the Gentiles. It has been upon the church. But that focus is going to change, and the full, after the rapture, the full focus is, is going to be upon Israel. And that leads into my teaching on Daniel's 70 weeks. Can you say that with me? Daniel's 70 weeks. Now, I'm going to ask Sister Jamil, if you don't mind, if, you can, if you're able to, if you can post that graphic. And it's a graphic of the interval in Daniel chapter 9. Verse 25 of Daniel 9 refers to a 69-week period. And that period is 7 weeks and plus, plus 62 weeks. So 7 weeks and 62 weeks, 7 plus 62 is 69. So verse 25 of Daniel 9 refers to the 69-week period. And after then verse 26 is an interval. There's a space of time 
in this 70 week period, Daniel 9.25 refers to 69 weeks. Then verse 26, there's a gap where it's like God hit the pause button and so the clock stops ticking and we're no longer counting that the 69 plus the, plus the 70th week or the 7th of the next week. And then Daniel 9.27 refers to the 70th week. So Daniel 29, I'm sorry, Daniel 9.25 refers to 69 weeks. And then Daniel 9.27 refers to the 70th week. And then verse 26 refers to a gap. So let's talk about that gap between verse 25 and verse 27 because there's a gap between the 69 weeks and there's a gap, there's a gap before the 70th week. So let's look at, Dan, at Zechariah 9.9. 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you triumphant, and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey. A colt, the fowl of a donkey. So we see, and where do we see this fulfilled? On Palm Sunday, where Jesus entered into the city riding upon a donkey. And this, Zechariah chapter 9, uh, Zechariah 9, 9, is a reference to the beginning of verse 26. And, and what's taking place, and then what we see days afterward, Christ Jesus is crucified. And on the third day, Jesus rises from the dead. And then verse 20, let's go to Daniel chapter 9, and we're going to read a few verses together. Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 through 27. Seventy weeks of years are decreed concerning your people and your holy city to finish their transgression, to put an end to sin. And, and who put an end to sin? It was Christ Jesus when he was crucified upon the cross. So we see to finish the transgression, to put an end to sin, and to atone for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal both vision and prophet, and to anoint a most holy place. Know therefore... And understand that from the going forth of the word to restore and build Jerusalem to the coming of an anointed one, a prince, there shall be seven weeks. And then for sixty-two weeks it shall be built again with squares and moat, but in a troubled time. And after the sixty-two weeks an anointed one shall be cut off. So we see seven plus sixty-two that 69 weeks, 69 weeks of years. And then it says, an anointed one shall be cut off. And I believe that's a reference to the crucifixion of Christ Jesus. And, and, and it says, and shall have nothing. And you can also see the suffering servant in Isaiah chapter 53. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. And what took place in 70 AD? The Romans destroyed the city of Jerusalem. They destroyed the, the temple in Jerusalem. And then it says, It shall end, and its end shall come with a flood, and to the end there shall be war. Desolations are decreed. 
and he shall make a strong covenant with many for one week. So between, in verse 26, is that gap where we stop counting, is that God hit the pause button. And so there's a gap between these verses here, between verse 25 and verse 27. And at the end of verse 26, a rapture, the rapture is going to take place. This is my opinion of these scriptures. And then in verse 27, this is when God, this is where Christ Jesus, changed his focus is upon the Jewish people. And, 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 and during this period, verse 27 begins a, begins a seven-year period. The last week being a, a week of years. So we see seven, seven years. And, and, it, and it says in verse 27, And he shall make a strong covenant with many for one week. And so this figure, this, this desolations, there's going to be Antichrist. And Antichrist is going to make a seven-year covenant with, with, with many. And it's, it's and, and this seven and, and, and with, with Israel, and halfway through that seven year period, which is really half of the week of years, he shall cause sacrifice and offering to cease, and upon the wing of abominations shall come one who makes desolate, until the decreed end is poured out on the desolated. So th this this antichrist is going to make a seven year covenant. With the Jewish people, and this will be this will be the time of, of of tribulation. And halfway through that period, is is the at the three and a half year mark is when the is when this tribulation period will be called the great tribulation. So halfway through the seven year period of tribulation, that we enter into the period known as the great tribulation, and that will last for the last three and a half years of the tribulation. Again. Verse 25 deals with the 69 weeks. And then verse 26 is, 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 is a gap. And that gap will end with the, with, with the um, rapture taking place. And then verse 27 of Daniel chapter 9 deals with the 70th week. And that 70th week is a week of years, so it's a seven-year period. The 70th week, or that last week, is, a, is defined by Antichrist enforcing a covenant with the Jewish people. And in the middle of that period, he will erect the abomination of, of, of desolation. And that will be a trigger for the Jews to flee from Jerusalem. As, and, and, and Jesus prophesies that in Matthew and as well as in Luke. So that last three and a half year period is called the Great Tribulation. And this will culminate... At the end of that great tribulation with the battle of Armageddon, it's the war of Gog and Magog. And at the very end, Jesus, the Messiah, 